Thank you for listening to How It Ends. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash howitendsstudio. Our tiers start at $1 and all patrons receive early access, ad-free episodes, digital downloads, access to polls, and more. Physical rewards start at $6 and feature exclusive patron-only merch and other perks. You can also visit us at howitendspodcast.com to shop in our merch store or to join our Discord server, where you can chat with us and other fans of the show. It's the only place you'll find exclusive whispers from Micah, Elia, Devin, and Amy. Please enjoy the show. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. That feeling when you hear someone call your name and you turn, but no one's there and a shiver runs down your spine. When something moves just out of vision and it sets in, the sense that someone or something is watching you. Do you know that feeling? Good. It means you're paying attention. I'm Micah Jones. My friends and I started this podcast to explore my dreams and nightmares and to help me finally deal with my dad's death, even after all this time. Instead, we stumbled onto something much darker, something we were never meant to find out. My dreams aren't just dreams, they're memories, warnings. I should have paid closer attention. And my dad, he's at the center of it all. The How It Ends podcast is no longer releasing in real time. We can't. It isn't safe. But if you're just finding us, start at the beginning. Thank you for listening. The events that are about to unfold occurred at the end of February, 2020. This is weird. I feel like I'm almost in the same frame of mind as Micah back when she first started the podcast. I remember that short episode where she called for listeners to 
email or call in with stories of their own scary experiences. Like I Ben reached out and we met up with him. She got some decent info from John too. Though I think what we got from him is probably more relevant. Yeah, you think? Yeah, and now we're out here doing the same thing, you know, like boots in the ground. Landing on a little thick, no? Basically dropping into cities, asking locals random questions, and hoping something comes up. Okay. Somebody's in a mood today. I'm not in a mood. I'm focused. I'm going over my questions that I have from this guy because I want to seem legit. You know, avoid any, say, whiplash segues in a conversation. Hey, I got information we wanted, didn't I? Where'd you find this guy again? I signed up for meetup.com to see if the city had any ghost hunting groups. And I found one. Posted on their discussion board with a vague explanation of what we're doing. Message back and forth with the guy you're meeting today. He's one of the members. And he has a story to tell. They all kind of did. Even though we're not looking for ghosts. Do we even really know what we're looking for? Casting a wide net here. Just hear him out. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to head to the library. Are you good? Or do you want to go over everything again? No, yeah. I got it. I'm going to call you when I'm finished. I just want to get to the cafe early so I can get a coffee. As if you need to be any more anxious. Coming from the epitome of smooth. Whatever. Later. Can you say your name for the record? Keith And you're agreeing to let me record this for research, and you're giving me permission to use this recording in any manner necessary, so long as it is related to the subjects we discussed. Yes. Great. I understand that you spoke with my colleague Luke already, but again, for the record, we're interviewing folks who have had experiences that are potentially paranormal or otherwise unexplained. You and Luke met online via meetup.com, and you told him you may have something of relevance to us. Correct. And can you state for the record that you are recollecting this story 100% to the best of your ability, and that it is something you have actually experienced? Yes. Great. Luke said you might be formal, but I gotta be honest, you're a little intense. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. I'll lighten up. Um, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Do you need to grab a coffee or a scone or something before we start? No, I'm fine. Thanks. Okay. Uh, if you would begin by telling me where you were and why you were there, then feel free to tell the story as you remember it. Have you ever heard of Devil's Kettle? There's always been a lot of talk about how the water disappears into a hole. The mystery has since been solved, but my story is from before that. Maybe 2010-ish? Oh, so this experience wasn't that recent. Interesting. i just seen Jennifer's body. The movie is set in a fictional town named after the falls. Devil's Kettle is about... Two hours from Duluth. 
I was bored one weekend and decided to make the drive up there to see it for myself. Popular attraction, no? I'd assume you'd have run into hikers or tourists or somebody. Sure. If I'd gone during the day. It sounded spooky to me, so I decided I'd head out there at night. Super dumb move, in retrospect. It's about a two-mile hike to the falls, so I parked, and I got a flashlight, a backpack, some water. I figured I'd sit up there in the dark, feel like a badass for a minute, but really I don't even know what I was doing or what I thought was going to happen out there. I couldn't even see the falls that clearly. I decided to hike a little further, so I left my lantern where I was sitting. I was maybe a few hundred feet past the falls, and... Hey, are you alright? Yeah, I just... I haven't talked about this in a really long time. Maybe ever. I thought everyone would think I was an idiot for going out there alone, so I just kind of kept it to myself. So I'm walking, and all of a sudden, somebody grabs me. Whoa, grabbed you? They just, in one fell swoop, they put something over my head and grabbed me from behind. Before I could react, I was being dragged backwards. I was yelling like crazy, thrashing around, but whoever was dragging me was really strong. I started screaming for them to stop. I couldn't tell you if it lasted 10 minutes or an hour. The next thing I know, I'm tossed on the ground. I heard feet moving all around me. Whatever was covering my face was ripped off. And then I heard some movement, like running. But it stopped. It took me a couple minutes to get my bearings before I realized that my bag and flashlight were near me. Maybe a minute goes by, and I'm standing there confused and terrified. And then I hear whispers from the trees all around me, like a loud hissing. And then over top of the whispers, someone yelled, get out. <laughs> Saying it out loud makes me feel like I'm going crazy. Like it wasn't real. It was real. You think I'm making this up? No, that wasn't a question. I'm stating that it was real. I believe you. It's a wild story, but I do believe you. Are you okay? Yeah, um, sorry. Just, uh, please continue. I don't know that I'm explaining it right. How absolutely terrifying it was to be standing there on this pitch black trail, the whisper hissing, and then that person shouting, I... I couldn't move. I wanted to run. I was full of adrenaline, but completely locked in place for what felt like forever. And then the yelling started again. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. I rang out through the trees and I just started fucking running. I didn't know if I was running in the right direction, but somehow I ended up at my car. 
And I blew the speed limit the whole way home. By the time I got home, I'd almost convinced myself that I'd imagined it. I didn't tell any of my friends because I knew they'd make fun of me for going out there to begin with. And they'd definitely never believe me if I told them what happened. A few days go by, and honestly, I almost let myself believe that I had imagined the whole thing. About a week later, I was leaving work, and I saw a folded piece of paper under one of my wiper blades. At first, I thought it was just a fly or something, but when I picked it up and I saw my full name and address written on the front, I opened it up, and inside someone had written, Say nothing. If you do, we will know. We are always watching. Yeah. What did you do? I kept my mouth shut. I went about my life. What was I going to do? Go to the cops? And tell them what? I didn't actually see anything. I didn't know if the threat was real or what these people were capable of. But they knew my name, my address, where I worked. That's stalker-level shit. And that's what they were willing to do just to keep me quiet. What would they have done if I talked? Yeah, that's fair. So you said you didn't know what you'd have told the cops. But you felt someone drag you. You could have said it was a person, no? Yeah, I know it sounds weird. But I didn't feel like I'd stumbled into a group of people doing something illegal or anything like that. It just didn't feel that cut and dry. Sorry, um, what do you think it was? I still to this day don't know. The more time that passes, the less sure I am. In the moment, it was really hard to gauge. As it was happening... I was just in full self-preservation mode. But on the drive home, I had time to think. Yes, someone had grabbed me. I felt their arms dragging me through the woods. That part was real. But in that moment, before I ran, it felt like there was something else in the woods with me. An energy? Fuck, I don't know. It felt otherworldly. Supernatural. The darkness, the yelling, the chorus of whispers, it was all so disorienting. You mean like there were monsters or witches or No, ghosts? no, not witches. But kinda like that. The way they were whispering, it felt ritualistic. It felt not of this world. This might be a dumb question, but Did you ever go back? No. No plans to either. Hmm. Um, If I asked you to point out the trail on a map, could you do that? Uh, If you want. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. This is great for the project I'm working on. And if I can, I'd like to just go take some photos of the area myself. 
Sure. And again, if you don't mind, um, could we exchange phone numbers? I'd like to be able to call you if I need to, you know, get a refresher on details. Yeah, no problem. Remind me why we're here again? I just needed to see what it was like out here. I'm not sure you're going to find anything. Everything is under like 10 feet of snow. It's not 10 feet. And I didn't say I was looking for anything in particular. Just, you know. Look, you can go back and wait for me. No, that's fine. We're basically there now. Falls are just up ahead. Just not that big of a hiker. Especially when I have to wear snowshoes. It's not that bad. It wouldn't be so bad if it weren't cold as hell out here. (laughs) Dude, it's Minnesota in February. If you're cold, that's on you. Plan ahead. If you're cold, plan ahead. Look, the waterfall should be pretty cool to see. The whole thing is frozen over this time of year. Oh, that's cool, actually. Hopefully I make it there with all my fingers and toes intact. Hey, what's that up there? What's that where? Uh, those rocks right there. Oh, um, people stack rocks like that all over the place. On trails, beaches, places like that. They're called cairns, I think. Hmm. Do you think it has any connection to anything? Like what we're working on? Doubtful. They're super common. I mean... Look, that couple over there is collecting rocks and have started making one in broad daylight. So, super scary. Well, maybe I'll make one then. Go for it. Hey, dude. Come over here. What's up? Come take a look at this. Do you see something there? Maybe? It's faded, though. It's... Was that like an F? But like a little... Fancy, right? Like a script font? Yeah. Think it means anything? Could. It's a stretch. Just... Maybe someone's sneaky way of tagging a rock. Yeah, you're probably right. Still, it's a weird spot to write your initials. And it's only one letter, symbol, whatever it is. I'm going to take a photo of it anyway. You want to keep hiking, or did you find what you came for? Uh, Just let me take a few photos of the falls, and then we can head back. I was hoping you say that. I'm freezing. Okay, so we're pretty much good here. One last night in Duluth, and then move on to the Pine Barrens. That's the plan. All right. Google Maps says we can go north through Michigan. It'll take 21 hours total, with no tolls. Or we can go south through Wisconsin. Only 19 and a half hours, but it'll cost us. Is the toll road through Chicago? Uh, yep. Let's do that. 
I need some good food. <laughs> All right, man. I'll cue that up for tomorrow. Hey, can I ask you something? Depends. What is it? Why'd you start doing this? Like, what gave you the idea to travel around looking for information? So, after what happened to me, I had a little bit to go on. And then I just started casting a wider and wider net from there. The more stories that popped up, the more I went to new places. It might have looked like I had a purpose in the beginning, but I truly didn't. Only recently did it seem like things are beginning to align. You've been looking for a long time, though. What if you never find what you're looking for? And that's enough questions for tonight. Yeah. Right. Hey, did you listen to the last episode of the podcast? I never got to finish it. No, nah, that's been more of your thing. All right, well, we can listen to it from the beginning if you want. I can just pick up where you left off, too. You can just fill me in. Okay, so this is where I'm at. They got the packages that we sent. I'm about to go through everything. But the wild thing is, they got another package. Not one from us. What was in that one? Stolen stuff. Such as? Like, it was a box of their own things. That they thought they had gone missing or were packed away. But there was one item for each of them. What the fuck? What? Uh, nothing. Um, are they figuring out what's in the packages of the we sent? Sort of. They're definitely getting closer, though. I hope we can explain things to them sooner than later. Being so cryptic is hard. Yeah, it is. But it's also the safest way to go about it right now, for everyone. What else happened? That's pretty much what I got up to so far. Want to listen to the rest? Yeah, sure. This whole time we thought the boxes with the clues, for lack of a better word, in them were creepy. But maybe, maybe they're not. Maybe someone's trying to help us. Trying to... Make us figure something out. But help us how, though? I mean, you said it yourself. You don't think this could be connected to you or your dad or what happened to Mark? So what are they trying to help us with? You know, last I checked, uh, you know, there was only one mystery we were trying to solve. I knew it was a good idea to send these things to Devin. It's always the first one to figure things out. Right. The only mystery we were trying to solve. But, I don't know, maybe this is bigger than we realize? I mean, that's why I think if maybe we looked at, like, Amy's... Hey, you know what? My head hurts. Um, could we fix it with some alcohol, please? Yes, please. Give me the bottle and a straw. You got it. Oh, I almost forgot. I have some Akira stuff. Who? Elia's friend. We were hanging out with that morning. You know, you all went on the hike. Yeah, uh, the guy from my class. Oh, right. You told us about him. Yeah, so his family makes sort of like that herby liqueur and, um... He gave Devin, he gave you a sample. Did you get to try it? No, I didn't get around to it. He gave me a full-size bottle, so we can all try it together now. Amy, shot glasses. All right. Some for Devin, some for Amy, some for Micah, some for Elia. Uh, should we do a toast? To what? Right. Uh, okay. Well. Mm. This has quite the smell. I, I mean, yeah, it's like a billion-year-old recipe, so it was made for 
digestion, not like for frat boys to throw back at a party. Yeah, I'm probably just going to take a little sip. You didn't really need to fill the glasses to the very top, Elia. The bourbon will do the trick. Uh, of course I have it. All right, you guys ready? Sure. All right, on three. One, two, three. Ugh, Elia, what the fuck? Yeah, sorry to your boy, but this is fucking nasty. Micah! I've I've had this before. What? How? That's that's not possible. No, it I have. Uh, I have definitely had this before. Someone made me drink it. I, and now I think I remember. Amy, they weren't smiling. There was no one smiling at me. They were all wearing masks. What? Did she just say? Play that back again. Micah. I've I've had this before. How? That's that's not possible. No, it. I have. Uh, I have definitely had this before. Someone made me drink it. Uh, and now I think I remember. Amy, they weren't smiling. There was no one smiling at me. They were all wearing masks. It's time. We, we have to go back. We, we should leave tomorrow morning. I, no, I, I don't know. It... I don't know if we have enough information. What if we never get enough? We have a lot. More than we ever had. We have to go. They're close. It's time for you to tell everyone, including me, what you know. minutes. A transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler, with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.